1: I just try not to make excuses. No matter what the situation is, you know, I'm going to go out there on the field and play my hardest. Hampton OB. You guys have the best post-game football
2: show in America. Sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. You got to protect fields better. You got to
3: be able to tap.
2: You got to protect that kid better. The Hampton
3: OB Show starts now. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. How about that?
4: Have it all be sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Andy Mazur alongside the fellows here. And game not quite over, but uh, it's been over for a while. 38-20, Packers had the lead. Uh, we're under a minute to go in this one. And uh, not a whole lot of good things to say about this one as we were watching in the... Uh the conference room today, and uh, you know, there it, it just it, it had a bad feel to it.
5: It did, it did. You know, and you said uh, it's not over yet. Yeah, it's over.
4: Yeah, it's been over for a while. You
5: know, folks, let, let me just tell you: if you listen to the pregame this morning with me and Mister Obradovich, we uh we talked about uh, you know high hopes, aspirations, uh, you know, theory, plans, projections, uh, and the projections. reasons why, and the reasons why, Dan. But here, but here is the thing, Ob. A plan is different than preparation. And I think these morons coaching the Bears better figure it out. You know, they talk They're about the free game. agency and the training camps in the pre We didn't prepare. We did not prepare. And here's the thing. Anybody that thinks that we were prepared, equal or better than the Green Bay Packers, had to either be blind, deaf, or dumb. The two things about football is you got to have a great, you know, uh, a plan, but you got to pr- prepare to execute that plan. And we did nothing in training camp. We did nothing in the preseason. Sixteen of the twenty-two starters with some kind of bizarre range of injuries didn't even play or practice most of the time. And now we are expected to th- think that we will be able to compete. Not only with the, the Green Bay Packers, but the rest of the NFL. You saw the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with a three-time reject, Baker Mayfield, go into Minnesota and win a game. And what did we do? Nothing. We made a mockery out of Eberflus' so-called theory, the HITS theory. That is an acronym for hustle, intensity, turnovers, and being smart. They were not, they, None of those things. We didn't hit. You know... Here's the thing. Think about the hustle part about it, Ed. You know, Eddie Jackson is playing like a clown. He's not tackling. He's blowing coverages in the end zone. Danny, up the, he can't
0: play dead. Period.
5: He can't. Claypool is a is is a disgrace. He doesn't block. Tremaine Edwards, our big shot, uh, you know, eighty million dollar linebacker, jumps inside on that screen to Aaron Jones, and they run it right up our address for a touchdown. Here's the thing. We talk about turnovers. You know, hustle, intensity, Turn green Bay zero. Us, feels, oh, he has to oblige. Not only does he fumble, but he throws a pick six that ultimately basically broke our back. All that being said, that smart part, the H-I-T-S, the S is for smart, I think it stands for something else. But you want to tell me, that this is a smart coaching staff, O.B.? You want to tell me that schematically and preparation-wise we're better than Matt LaFleur and his staff? They out-coached us when they got off the bus before the game. And I got to tell you, it's sickening, it's inexcusable, but more than that, O.B., it's unacceptable.
0: Well, Danny, uh, uh, well put, and uh, it's not going to get any better from this side of the microphone. And I tell you folks right now, Justin Fields, What I when we drafted him, I said it was a mistake. His first year here, he was a mistake. His second year here, he was a mistake. Now, here, his third year, his third year, is it everybody's fault but his? Is it everybody's fault but Justin Fields? He's a franchise quarterback in what league? In what, pray tell, where, on what planet? Is he a franchise quarterback? It's laughable. And what do we do? This kid has played in exactly 34 games so far. He's won five and lost 29. He's our franchise quarterback. After last season... I said the most important thing for Poles to do is get rid of Justin Fields while you can get something for him. And why? Because two things about him ring true. When he was at Ohio State and since he's been here. He's not an accurate passer. And, oh, my God, he cannot read defenses. Now, what the hell do you think a quarterback is supposed to do at this level? The two things that he has to have. Those two qualities, he doesn't have them, folks. What, and then why? If you watch the game, I was either late in the third quarter, Andy, you can remember, mm-hmm. or in the fourth quarter, he throws an interception, and they return it back for a touchdown, Green Bay. Folks, the the pass receiver over the middle was covered in double coverage. He threw dead square in the double coverage. They intercepted and run it back for seven po- six points. Okay, it's right there. Now, I'm sick and tired here. This kid is not a franchise quarterback. He is not even close to it. And I've said before, my God, what, it, what is an Aaron Rodgers? What's a Patrick Mahomes? What's Farrell? What's Josh Allen? What are those guys? What are they? If this guy's a franchise quarterback. Today, Dan had mentioned about the coaches. Let me tell you something. You go back to last year and watch how pathetic we were. Our our offense, pathetic beyond pathetic. And we start this game at home. I thought it was going to be a whole new scenario. We open up against Green Bay, coming off the worst year in the history of the Bears. And I thought, oh, my God, here we go. What a great team opening. We're playing at home in the great soldier field. God, let's take them down. Let's get a new thing going. And what do they do? They come in here, we get outcoached, we get outplayed in every position. Every position. Our number one draft choice right at right tackle, he got slapped around like a little bad puppy all day long. All day long! Now, folk, you can't make mistakes in this game the way general managers have for the Bears, head coaches, and position coaches have made. Why? There's only 17 games. You don't have 162 or 90. I've said it a million
5: times. My God, somebody in this organization, figure it out. Okay, real quick. We're going to get to the phones and we appreciate you listeners. We know that you're just as perturbed as we are. But here, here's the takeaway. And OB, your point. I'm not, I, I hey, where, that feels as who we, we saddled up with. You oh, can't throw him out. Oh, no, he, wait, wait. Dan? But here's my point. The overarching reality is he is not ready to play effectively in this league. Now, is it his fault? Or is it the coaches that haven't done what they need to do? Let me just tell you. I've
0: got an answer for you.
5: It's all your Okay. This kid is not a quarterback,
0: Dan. He plays national football again. Let me just read you something. This is from last year, folks. After about a quarter or a third of the season was gone, just some stats: completions, Justin Fields. Where do he rank? Thirty-second. Attempts. Where do he rank? Thirty-second. Completion percentage. Where do he rank? Thirty-second. Yards, where did he rank? 32nd. Yards per game, where did he rank? 32nd. Passer rating, where did he rank? 32nd. Interceptions, where did he rank? 38th. There's only 32 teams in the league. He ranked 38th. Passer rating, where did he rank? 32nd. This was an article in the Chicago Sun-Times. You can't make this stuff up and talking about a franchise quarterback, a franchise quarterback. He's here three years, folks. Two different coaching staffs. Enough is enough, okay? And if you can't see it, I, I'm telling you, it's I, I'm, I'm almost getting lost here for words. I, I'm sick of this kid and these coaches that we have. How the hell do you play a game today, our opening game against Green Bay? And not one time do you throw the ball down the field and try to score a touchdown. Did we ever throw a fly pattern, a deep pattern, crossing ends? My God, a post pattern, a deep post pattern to Darnell Mooney, to Moore, our new receiver. Did we ever go, did you ever see it today, folks, in four quarters?
5: No, you didn't. And we're supposed to win a football game? All right, and the reason I told you, O.B., is because they know he's not prepared to throw those routes. The team, here's the thing. There was a slant slant when we had that touchdown drive to D.J. Moore. That's the first slant I've seen them throw on time, on on delivery with Justin Fields. But my point being is this. Do you think that he's going to – wave a magic wand this week and he's going to be fixed going into next week's game. Can you we're going to the play Tampa Bay
0: and Tampa Bay folks beat the Minnesota Vikings today and then after that guess where we go. Kansas City. My
5: point being is I hate to say it we were so ill prepared today. Oh, Daniel, when are yes. they going to find out how badly this offense is behind the behind schedule? I'm mm-hmm. telling you, Luke Getzey as a coordinator is it's a joke. It's a joke.
0: Well, I I, I had a couple of stats here and I I I kind of mispaced them. I got stuff flying all around over here.
4: All right, we t- we'll take a break here. We'll let you get your uh, get your stats together there and then we'll get to the phones after that, all right? Sounds like a plan? Sounds like a Give plan. Give us the number, 312-981-7200. Right, 312-981-7200. The number happen to be sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. And you can join our guys, Dan Hampton and Ed Obradovich, at the biggest names in sports and entertainment at the Elite Icons Autograph and Sports Card Show. That's October 6th, 7th, and 8th at the Schaumburg Convention Center. Hampton will be be alongside legends like Brian Urlacher, Lance Briggs, Richard Dent, The Fridge, Mike Singletary, Wilbur Marshall, Otis Wilson, Willie Galt, Leslie Frazier, and Gary Fensick, plus star players like Justin Fields, Tremaine Edmonds, DJ Moore, TJ Edwards, Jack Sanborn, and more. Other sports icons will be there, too, like Dave Winfield, Bo Jackson, Tim Raines, Joe Madden, Ben Zobris, Marcus Allen, Warren Moon, LaDainian Tomlinson, Tim Brown, and more. Oh, and by the way, Charlie Sheen and the cast of the movie Major League will be there as well. Don't miss this. It's the Elite Icons Autograph and Sports Card Show, October 6th, 7th, and 8th at the Schaumburg Convention Center. Stop by and say hi to Hampton OB, and you can purchase your tickets right now at gtsportsmarketing.com. That's gtsportsmarketing.com, gtsportsmarketing.com. Two hours
5: ain't enough to detail how putrid <laughs> this was. OB will be right back. 19, 19.
2: Third and three. <laughs> Fields, more pressure, side steps, tucks it away, tries to the football.
4: it did, courtesy of Fox Sports. Hampton will be sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. 3820. thirty eight twenty. the final. The Green Bay Packers over the Chicago Bears week one over at Soldier Field. Again, week two coming up next week as the Bears travel to Tampa to take on the Buccaneers who won today against the Minnesota Vikings. 312-981-7200 is our phone number. Let's start with the fans and let's uh, get some stuff off of everybody's chest here as uh, we go out to uh, Mike in Rockford. You're with us here, Mike. Go ahead. Hello, Mike. Hello, Mike. Are you there?
2: All
4: right, we'll get back to Mike here. Hang on a second. Put Mike on hold. We'll go now to uh, Robert in Austin, Texas. Uh, Robert, you're with us now. Huh?
6: Yes. Good afternoon. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, I had a comment on that first uh, touchdown by Green Bay. I watched the replay of that several times, and I and I noticed a couple things. I like your comment, and I have some other comments too, but. Number ninety-five, the defensive tackle, he was rushing the passer, and then he got double teams. It's like he just quit rushing, like he gave up, and then he like dropped back behind the line, like he was dropping back in the coverage, and the quarterback stepped right up into that area where he vacated and, and threw the pass for a touchdown. And I didn't understand why he gave up what he was doing, and I saw, you know, Eddie Jackson looked like he was loafing back there. He just let the guy like run by him and catch the ball, and then, and then he turns around and points to himself and says, "That's me." And then Kyler Gordon was number six. He let the receiver run by him, who caught the the ball for the touchdown, and he got caught in a pick. And then he just watched the guy catch the ball for a touchdown and stood there with his, you know, with his hands on his hips. it just didn't seem to me they had they were. Putting forth a hundred percent effort. Okay,
5: and, uh, Robert. And big picture, did it look like the defense was prepared for that situation? Obviously not, and obviously the effort wasn't there. And you know what? The, uh, what's that? The commentator, the tight end that we had. Oh, Greg Olson. Olson yeah. Greg Olson. He did a marvelous job of explaining exactly what happened. They were playing a soft zone. Down inside the 10, I don't know what you're doing with a soft zone, but at the end of the day, Eddie Jackson, and by the way, just so you know, Robert, Andy, what did I ask you during the break? I said Elijah, Elijah Hicks, Hicks is the guy backing up Eddie. Is, am I not correct? Yes, he is. Did I not ask you right when we were off the air? <laughs> yes, you did. If if Eddie Jackson starts next week, I'm just telling you folks. Hmm. I mean, that tells me you may be, you must not be trying to win. Because Eddie Jackson has become a clown out there. And you know that penalty, they could have called him on it, but whatever. There was a play about five plays earlier in that drive where Aaron Jones was ru- running the ball and Eddie Jackson did everything he could to avoid a collision and keep him from making the first down. But, of course, oh Eddie, you know, old bubble wrap Eddie, he had to jump out of the way. And, of course, Aaron Jones got the first down and the drive continued. I'm just telling you, you can go through and I'm telling you this film is Reeks. There was a lot of loafing. There was a lot of bust. What about that tight end that that Jordan Love botches the snap and still slings it up in the air like a punt, and Musgrave, their rookie tight end, catches it, and nobody's within 20 yards of him. I mean, no preparation. And again, I got to tell you, at some point, OB, you got to put the light on this and say, it is what it is.
0: I'm going to do this right now, Dan. Just listen to me, folks. The exi- now they're down to three exhibition games, all right? So you go into training camp. You know what the Bears did in training camp? Nothing. Nothing. You go into the- and that's a fact, folks. They did, the hit. they did nothing. Then you go into the exhibition game. There's only three games to get ready for the 17-game schedule, okay? At the end of the second exhibition game, okay, we have finished two exhibition games with one to go. You know how many plays our first-team offense played? Seven. They went for seven plays in two games to get ready for this game today. They were not ready to play. I think, folks, if you listen to what I'm telling you, I don't even have to. You saw the game today. Did that look like a football team that was prepared to play a National Football League game today the way it's supposed to be played? Did we go after anybody offensively and defensively? Did we threaten anybody with blitzes or line tricks? Did we keep coming and coming on defense? No. Offensively, did we use the field 53 yards long, 100 yards, I mean wide, 100 yards long, Did we use the field? How many times did we go down the field for a deep pass? How about zero? And you're talking about having a team ready to play? This is pathetic, folks. You don't open this 23 season, coming off the worst season in the history of the Bears, and trying to change an attitude about your organization, and get the fans back on, jump on board with you, and playing the Green Bay Packers at home for the twenty three season. And I'll be diddly damned if they don't come in here. Out coach us, outsmart us, outplay us, and then the last thing I wanna say, kicked our behinds. Kicked us
5: right in the behind. That's what happened today. And by the Gutless way, performance. And by the way, the big High-dollar free agents on defense did nothing. Demarcus Walker is the guy you were talking about 95. I watched him off and on today. He was pathetic, especially on trying to rush the passer. They ran a a stunt and they ran into each other like clowns. And the other part, Tremaine Edwards, Edmonds, are you kidding me? Jumping inside on a screen? You don't do that in eighth grade. They never practice. They never do anything, Dan. And T.J. Edwards? He looked like a bum, a bum. I'm telling you. Oh, these guys! Oh, he played for the Eagles. Oh, they're 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 killers. They it was a it was a joke. And let me just tell you this: I've been thinking for the last 15 years, the wicked witch of the North was Aaron Rodgers, and he was why we always got our butts kicked. No, the wicked witch is Matt Lafleur. He out coached us again today.
0: Well, let me just tell you something quickly here. Did anybody, are you people, sit there and watch our two? Super huge, gigantic offensive tackles. They got slapped around like a little baby trying to commit a robbery. My God. Jones, what was it, three, four times he's called for holding? And right, our number one tackle that we gave up half planet Earth for, he got flipped around, flipped over, ran over, and those are our two starting offensive tackles. And, you know, and again, let me say it again one more time. They did nothing in practice. They did not play the exhibition season. Our guys did not play seven in two games. Seven plays our starting offense, and we're supposed to go in the opening game and win it at home. I I don't remember when I've been this infuriated, aggravated, And a few other words that I can't say. (laughs) This was a damn joke here today. And I'm going to tell you something. That this coaching staff, this coaching staff, I I don't know what they can do in a week's time. But I'll tell you what, we're going to play Tampa Bay. And what, Tampa Bay is going to play like they're dead? I don't think so. Why? Because they beat the Minnesota Vikings and we can't beat anybody.
4: Thirty-eight twenty. The final Packers over the Bears. If you're on hold, please stay there. We'll get to you after the news. Hampton will be sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. He's back. Longtime sponsor, nationwide agent Jeff Vukic is Vuk! back for all your auto, home, business needs. Contact Vuk at JeffVuk.com. And remember, Nationwide is on your side. The news next from the Northwest Med- Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. And they get a little sneak to commit. Who came in motion and took the snap? And I think he's going to be short at first look. Bring up a fourth down.
7: You ain't nothing but a hot dogger.
4: Courtesy of Fox Sports. And right now our Bonehead Play of the Game, sponsored by Curveball, the original barbecue whiskey. Join the Bonehead Nation today at CurveballWhiskey.com. Andy Mazur alongside the guys here. Happen OB, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Bears lose the opener 38-20. Back out to the phones. The fans have been waiting for some time here. Let's start out with... Maurice. Maurice, you're on with Happen Be Go ahead.
3: Hello, gentlemen. How it's you doing? A pleasure speaking with you. Now, you stole most of my thunder, animal when it was lack of game planning. That was apparent. Second, the uh, tone the of the game started in the first quarter when the offensive line committed A false start? They didn't even name a number. Second... They said the whole offensive line. (laughs) It was everybody. Right. Remember? Everybody. They didn't even name them. And where were the wide receivers? They didn't get D.J. Moore, who also had that bonehead play or penalty as part of that three... Consecutive penalties within a minute, Maurice. You didn't that's have, called Maurice. Oh, that's game you didn't planning. Have DJ Moore You didn't have Darnell Mooney. Then Eddie Jackson, he was toast in the first quarter. Oh, it was. It, it, I, then, I, no, I, no. Now I want to go back now to management. Why in the hell did they get rid of David Montgomery? He was the number one punch, along with Khalil Herbert. That would have been a nice additive.
4: Anyway... All right, Maurice, thanks. Right. we got, we got to move along here, buddy. I appreciate the call. Okay, let me just address no, Those it. were
0: good things he no, said. No, no, no.
4: Maurice had some good points.
5: Absolutely. But here's what, there's, there's a distinction. There is a distinction between a game plan and preparation. A game plan is a series of plays that you want to call in a certain order. That has nothing to do with preparation. If you've got two good plays and you're prepared, you can block any front. You can – how many different plays did Lombardi have back in the day? Three? Huh. They, and, but they were so well prepared, you couldn't stop them. Everybody knew they were coming. You couldn't stop them. You couldn't stop it. Preparation is the difference. And the game plan, it was awful. The fans are booing. We Getsy. had –
0: Danny, we had are no game Getsy. planning. Because you and I, we both agree on us 100%, folks. We get – they, what did they do in training camp? Nothing. What did they do in the exhibition season?
5: Nothing. Absolutely nothing. The facts and numbers back it up. And the one thing that I want to – that, that speed screen's going to get everybody killed. They, The defenses are squatting on it. They, they almost tore Mooney's leg off there in the fourth quarter. The eight, 88th, uh, 85th time they called it. I'm just telling you, the game plan – yeah, <laughs> yeah. Alright, let's get to another one. Let's call.
4: go back to the phones And we'll welcome in Matthew who is at Soldier Field today Matthew, you're on with Happen OB, go ahead
7: Gentlemen, it's great to talk to you I, I just want to be the voice of reason We gotta calm down It is week one The boys were out there and they are fighting But at the same time, there's gotta be a little bit more grit They were not out there And they weren't looking for it And I don't want to call it the fans And I was there The fans gotta bring a little bit more If we're going to be at Soldier Field, and this is Soldier Field we're talking about, you have to bring the energy. And that's where my issue was. The fans were not there. The fans were not with it. And I know that's going to be a controversial take, but I have an issue with the fans not being there for the team. The team brought it, and I know there was a few situations where the team could have done a little bit better, but we have to support this team. It is week one. From here on out, we have to support this team. And it's week one, and everybody has to remember that. All right, Matthew, thank you so much, Matthew. Matthew. All right, let me yeah. just
0: tell you this: you got to do something.
5: Hey. you got to earn it, Matthew. I'm sorry. These guys are getting paid millions of dollars. You you can't lay that on the fans. The yeah, fans you are a reaction. signed a 50
0: million dollar contract.
5: The fans are a reaction, and here's the other part of this: in my heart. And when the game kicked off, OB asked me what I thought, and I shook my head. I said, "Um, First of August, I was leading the bandwagon you said you you had
0: a bad feeling before the
5: game I, I did because they were not prepared and by god they showed why i had the bad feeling but don't lay that on the fans because the fans have every they're, they're paying hard-earned money to go and watch something and you think they need to be inspired and and pay i don't think so
4: all right up next we've got roger and hickory hills roger your are happy to be go ahead Hi, guys. Uh, Big fan uh, for a number of years of the show. Um, I just
8: want to say, again, just to kind of expound on how revolting the game planning has been, uh, especially uh, the deep threat. There is absolutely no deep threat as far as uh, trying to pass to some of those, uh, what I feel is really talented receivers. And especially what happened in the late in the fourth quarter, you guys just kind of mentioned that, where Darnell Mooney was just, they threw a little dink side pass to him, and he just got creamed. And when you saw that clip where he was literally barely walking off the field, I felt like I was sick for that poor guy. That's on Luke
5: Getze. You know, going to the well too often, and then guess what? You might as well yell at the defense, hey, we're throwing the speed screen, get ready. Because they know it's coming, and the fans, i got to tell you, they started booing that pathetic game plan, and they deserve every right to do that.
4: All right, Roger, thanks so much. We're going to get back to the phones here in just a moment. We're going to take a quick time out here. Happen will be sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Hang in there, callers. Hang in there is right. 312-981-7200. A huge thanks to Rosebud Restaurants for our delicious dinner tonight. Rosebud is a family of restaurants that's woven into the fabric of Chicago, from Rosebud on Taylor Street to Rosebud on Rush, Rosetta Italian to the Rosebud on Randolph, which helped us out today, as well as Deerfield, Lamont, Naperville, and Carmine's Rosemont. Every meal is prepared to order with authentic, century-old Italian recipes. Rosebud restaurants are where history, tradition, and mouth-watering flavors come together to create an extraordinary dining experience. Find your favorites at rosebudrestaurants.com. Chevy Dealers, Dan Hampton's defensive player of the game. You might be
2: ready to play. Oh, my goodness! Till it, I don't know how he held on to that. Yannick
4: Nguakwe another free agent signing. Amp sponsored by your local Chevy Dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. That's Dan Hampton's defensive player of the game. Yannick Nguakwe who had a, a nice sack in the game and a couple of big tackles there. Brought to you by your local Chevy dealers and the Chevy Silverado. Official truck partner of the Chicago Bears.
5: Yeah, I mean, he, he's he's going to be a nice addition. But, my God, I mean, when the, when the Packers had the lead all day, you can't get him in those situations where he's the most value.
4: 312-981-7200. Let's get back out to the phone lines, and we'll say hi to Steve in Rolling Meadows. Steve, you're out with Happen OB. Go ahead.
9: Gentlemen, I love your show. Thank you. You do a great job. I'm really hoping we didn't have to have this conversation, but I'm absolutely amazed that the Bears hype, even fooled Las Vegas, Packers plus one and a half, that's a gift, an absolute gift that I really banked on tonight and won a great deal. How on earth can the Bears be favored at 4-13 and 13 last year, last in the league, Lost the last eight games to Green Bay. Poor coaching, poor calling. Unbelievable. Steve, what a gift.
0: Steve, the Bears were 3-14 and 14 last year. Even worse than you thought.
5: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right? <laughs> I'll tell you how, because Jordan Love started, how many games? One game in his career. It was a loss in Kansas City three years ago. And then... Uh, Christian Watson, their best wide receiver, their game-breaker.
0: Wasn't even Isn't playing. Is L-
5: yeah, he, he's injured and out. He didn't even play. And all of these things. And, you know, we got 12 new starters out of the 22. We've been doing this and blah, blah, blah. All I can tell you is... We did nothing. Well, and it wasn't just today. It, it's the last... Five and a half, six weeks since training camp opened. That is when you go to war and get ready for the games, not not opening day, September tenth, the ones in October, November. And those games were think about this, folks. You know, Justin Fields, he 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 played twenty plays in three preseason games. Now anybody on earth that thinks that he is prepared to start an NFL game and knows all the routes and Permutations of those routes, when you apply different coverages and all the blocking uh, protections, all that time? he doesn't know any of
0: this. How about the timing in the pass plays in the game? Exactly, it's he... different than practice, folks. It just is.
5: Well, in the Buffalo game, where he pay, uh, played, what uh, seven, eight, nine plays? Hey, he looked confused and late getting the ball out in the pocket against Buffalo. I mean the. This isn't a mystery. You have to earn the right to be great. You have to earn it. And it's not because you're 6'3 and 225 and can run a 10 flat 100. No, you have to earn it. And... And work on your trade. And they, I almost feel sorry for him that he hasn't been put in a situation where he has to earn it. Let me tell you this. I don't know. This Man, is. And
0: I'm not feeling sorry for somebody making a hundred million dollars. Okay. Okay.
5: But, you may. I'm not. Okay. But let me, let me tell you folks something. This is, I mean, there's something really wrong up there with Justin Fields. Not just him, but the way they treat him. Did you see the quote Ryan Poles made when they kept Taysom, uh, Bajan, is that his name? Taysom Bajan, yeah. Right. The little kid from, uh, uh Shef- Shepherd College, yep. the third string quarterback or second, who, however they're going to play it, when, if it ever happens. All I'm telling you is that kid was an undrafted free agent. He made the team. He said Ryan Poles texted him, congratulations. But the next thing turned my blood cold. Do you know what he said? Almost verbatim. He said, you need to be an asset to Justin. Now wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. A free agent from nowhere needs to come in, and his main focus is, is be an asset to help Justin. I would always think you, you know, Aaron uh, Rodgers was probably helping Jordan Love, right? Hey, the Danny, master and the and the pupil, uh, and for them to see it's back at backwards. You t- follow me? It's nuts.
0: Tyson Baygent, I'm telling you, in my opinion, the little I saw of him, he outplayed. Our franchise quarterback. I'll say it again. You folks think I'm kidding? Go get the film in the in the exhibition season and take a look at that kid, and then take a look at
4: our kid. All right, Steve. Thanks for the call. Congratulations on the cash as well. Let's go out to uh, Marco now. And Marco, just leaving the ball game. Marco, you're on with Hap and Ob. Go ahead. Hey, hey, Hamp
2: and Ob. Thanks for taking my call. You guys are the greatest. I'll follow you all day long. Thank you. And I like the way I like the way you you guys always give where credit is due, and at the same token, if somebody's not doing what they're supposed to be doing, we let them know about it. That's the way we roll. Uh, here's what I'm going to say. You know, you had, you had a caller that called in earlier, and uh, you know, the guy said, oh, I, I blame it on the fans. The fans weren't there. The fans didn't do their job.
3: The
0: that fans,
2: wasn't a the smart call fans. by him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was not a smart call, because here's the deal, and you guys both know this, uh, you know, Well, okay, so it's week one. That's the only thing I agreed with, with that guy that called in. It's week one. Okay, so your organizational skills sucked today. Uh, Your game plan was no good. Nothing was on par. But how about the players, you guys? Where was the emphasis on effort? Where was your lunch tail today? Where was the guy running up and down the bench, smacking people on the helmet and saying, let's go, guys, let's have some heart. We're getting paid a lot of money. I owe it to myself to work. I owe it to the guy next to me on the bench to work. And I owe the guy in the fan the fans, I owe them a, a, a real solid effort here. What are we doing? Okay. Hey Marco. You know what I mean? Thank yeah. you, Marco.
0: Marco, let me just read it quickly, Dan, then you jump in. Marco, you're exactly correct. Guess what Dan and I were talking about? Just
5: what you said. See see folks, here's the deal. A team A team has to grow and mature together. And the fact that they have named Justin Fields a captain, where he has essentially no accomplishments. Yeah, okay, he ran for a 1,000 yards last year. How many games has he won? That's the test of a quarterback. They gave Eddie Jackson a captain role. And he's the biggest fraud I've seen in a long time on a football field.
0: We got so, called out today pretty good.
5: So all I can tell you is when you start naming captains that truly aren't like leaders, okay? I'll tell you, Roshan Johnson, watch that kid on the field. I want to play with him right now. I can't say that about hardly anybody else, but I'm just t- telling you. The captainships have to be earned, but nobody does anything up there. They stand around and talk.
4: Let's get to one more here before we take our uh, next break. Let's go out to uh, Thomas in St. Charles. Thomas, you're on with Hampton OB. Go ahead.
9: Hey Hampton OB, it is an absolute pleasure to talk to both of you. I want to say, you, uh, yeah, I want to I want to make a comment and then three observations. First of all, Dan Hampton, I go back to being a season ticket holder since 1984. I watched you get walked out of the Fog Bowl game, being carried out by your teammates because of what an effort you gave during that game and what a heart you have, and what a player you were, and the passion you played with. And it makes me sick to see what I'm watching today. And three observations I saw. That's why we he's had, in the Hall of Fame. Very and kind. he belongs in the Hall of Fame, and he's one of the only jerseys I wear, Walter Payton and Dan Hampton. And I'll tell you something. It makes me sick to see what I'm seeing because we waited the entire off season, listening to the draft, waiting for the first pick, watching the trade. Who do we get? What are we doing? And then we heard all the off season stuff, and we watched Nagy flus. That's what I call him. I call him Nagy flus. Tell us we are ready for the season. And I watched the game today, and they were not ready for the season whatsoever. They were not prepared. Bingle. They had a defensive line. An offensive line, but a defensive line that got run all over nine yards per carry when they wanted it. And then Eddie Jackson embarrassed me. So when I watch that team today, I say, Nagy Fluce cost us a ball game, And where is the Bear players like Dan Hampton and Obradovich and Walter Payton and Steve McMichael? And and players that give a damn and coaches that are worthy of coaching this team because this co- well said. Well
5: that's, said. A, that's a mic drop. Thank you so much for the call. I, 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 so many of the points they're they're dead on. Come on, if you're waiting for somebody else to get you fired up, I don't want you on my well, team. I'm
0: telling you, the Bears Bears fans they're they're absolutely the best And I've been again, I've been here around here for quite a while, and I, there's nobody and I don't give a damn who anybody what, doesn't matter. They're the greatest fans. They're the greatest fans in the land
4: and just, bar, bar, let me just say, period. They are the best. Alright, if you're there on hold, please stay with us. We'll get to your phone calls here in just a few moments. Hampton O'B is sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com
1: We had a rhythm starting off early. I think kind of the moral of the story is that we shot ourselves in the foot so many times. You know, pre-snap penalties, uh, false starts. Holdings and then you know when you know, we put ourselves in you know third and long third and ten third and 15 it's it's hard to uh, convert on that you know for NFL offense you know so uh I think if we just clean that up um and keep it better then, then we'll be fine but we definitely got to put ourselves in a better position you know on third down to co- convert that
4: Half- it'll be sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at com. 3820 Packers over the Bears and that's Justin Fields talking Who? about shooting themselves in the and, foot
5: and they were one of six on third down in the first half 3 of 13 for the game and that's your job to yeah. convert on third down, yeah. and, and you know, shoot yourself in. A, but here is the, you know, we haven't even discussed the the idiocy of having Colcommet come in motion, get on, behind the center, and take the snap on a on a short yardage play. Okay, like the Packers didn't know the was, old trick play. Guess who gets tricked with a trick play? There you go. He got blown up, and then they ran the same play with Justin Fields yep. and got it. You know, stuffed up their nose. All of this and, and again, you know, obviously he probably is alluding to it. We can't be in third and two or but third and two, Joe Montana would would have begged you to give him third and two every game. He loved that. All I'm saying is this this, this is like almost a circus, some of the stuff we're starting to hear come out of here.
4: Yeah, and that whole uh, sequence
5: well, uh, Oh, by the way, way and I wanted to make this point yeah. real quick before we get to the call. Yeah. A, a moment or two ago, I met. I brought up Ryan Poles. Telling, agent the the free agent from nowhere, Columbia what which is West Virginia,
4: West Virginia uh, 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 Shep- uh, Shepherd,
5: yeah Shepherd University. Okay, and he he said congratulations, you made the team. Do everything you can to be an asset to Justin Fields, and that and and I don't think I, I expounded on it enough to tell you, folks. That's code for. Teach Justin how to read defenses. That's what that means. That's what he's saying. Be an asset. In other words, help him learn how to read defenses. I mean, if you're telling a free agent from nowhere that he needs to step up and help your star quarterback who has a quarterback coach and an offensive coordinator and 99 other coaches, and you're telling this free are you kidding me?
0: Dan, and that's an actual quote. Is that not correct? That's a quote Mm -hmm. in the paper. That's a quote in the paper. Well, to I'll be tell- an
5: asset to Justin Fields. Well, I'll tell you what. What else? Oh, 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 wash his car? What is he telling him to do? <laughs> what else? Pack his lunch? Danny, uh,
0: just, you don't have to look far. I, I don't. This kid is not the quarterback, okay? And again, I've, a hundred times, what the hell are you to play this game for? To lose? No, you don't. You play it to win, and there's just a few of them. And this kid, and I'll say it again. Like you said, help him try to read defenses. The two things I've said about him, folks, before he got here, when he was drafted and his first year, his second year, and this year. two things this kid can't do. He's not an accurate passer, and he cannot read defenses. Poles just
4: made that statement.
0: That's what Dan said. That's what that statement read means.
4: And real quick, too, before uh, we get back to the calls, that uh, that whole sequence there, the fourth, the third and two, and the fourth and two, to me, and I'm going to give this our Muller Auto Group game changing moment because this is first quarter stuff. I mean, this is this could set the tone. That was first drive. Yeah, first drive. That's your,
5: that's your first, drive first drive of the year. Of- the 2023 season yep, uh, and you pull that nonsense
4: Yeah, the Mueller family of dealerships in Hoffman estates gurney highland park and Maryville sponsoring that for us we it do it was a game changer that. we yep. never
5: and, and they never looked back and by the way the green bay went forward about three different times on fourth down you know what that tells me no respect they think even if if we don't get it we, you know no, we're no not respect there slash
0: what does it mean about winning yep. what does green bay think about winning take the
4: chances yeah, there Bears, you go. Bears defense last year, 50% on third down, and it was uh, even worse than that, I think, today. Back to the phone, 312 981 7200. David in Wakanda. David, you're on with Happen Go ahead. Hi, guys. David Beta hey here. Here's the thing you know, a quarterback is good
7: just by looking at him. Your quarterback should be a leader. I don't see any emotion in Justin Fields. When you're getting sacked, all that pressure, he should be in the offensive mm-hmm. lineman's face. When you're doing bad, you should be pissed off. Every time they show him, he's smiling or he's kind of just looking like, oh, what's going on? Like gagging. Enough's enough. In today's game, the defense doesn't have no advantage. It's all to the offense. It's real simple. So open the offense up. Throw it deep. Try to take the top off the offense, off the defense. You guys did an 85. Lily golf. You ran one route. Go deep, Lily, and throw the ball as far as you can, Jim. And make the defenses respect you. We don't try that at all. I don't see Fields getting pissed off. I want to see some emotion as quarterback. But again, he's just there. It's like he's getting his
8: paycheck, and then whatever happens, happens.
0: Hey, David, here's the thing I just took from what you said. You, the same thing Dan and I are saying. We look at what they don't do anything. Like you go back to last year and the year before. Do they attack downfield? No, we don't. And nowhere was it so evident. So evident was the first half today. The first half, especially the second quarter. We don't go down the field. We come out in the third quarter. Again, we don't attack. Fourth quarter, David, again, we don't attack. We don't use the entire field. My God, what are these people thinking about? And and, and is it that Justin Fields is so inept in a passing game? That they see that and they're afraid to even go to the passing game? But they still want to play him? I don't know right now. Because I can tell you one thing. If I was the general manager of this team, that kid would not be my quarterback. And as I said last year, when the season ended, get rid of Justin Fields while you can get something for him now. Get
4: rid of him. And the thing, again, uh, from, from my eyes watching him today it just shows to me that he's not very comfortable in the pocket. I mean, there's a lot of quarterbacks read that and feel the pressure coming, and they step up. He does not step up. He tries to run.
0: David, you think the opponents don't see that? Yeah. Trust me, yeah. they
4: do. Yep.
5: And and, and it's pretty simple. They, they disguise defenses, roll into him late, bait traps for him. Unfortunately, he's having a hard time struggling trying to figure it out. To play this game, you have to have passion and you have to have emotion. So, yeah, yeah, this hurts. You know, it's, a, it's an emotional thing, and you got to have passion to do it the right way. We'll take away the good things we did um, out there today, and we'll correct the ones we, we need to improve on.
4: And hey, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Sammy Martino, Jack Heinrich, having a little fun behind the glass there. Thanks, guys. appreciate that very much. I didn't, know yeah. I didn't know the mic was going to be there. <laughs> yeah, after. that's hey, all right.
5: Sorry. Right. Hey, guys – The way that I mean, it's like a funeral power, you know, going on here. I mean, we need black armbands. Think about this: all off season, okay, this is the year we don't have to play Aaron Rodgers. We're going to own the division. We're going to take back the north. We're going to do all this nonsense, and then we go out there. This first quarter today was beyond disastrous. Think about this: our very first drive, we look like Keystone Cops going for it on third and short, fourth and short, turn it over. They go on an eleven-play drive for a touchdown. They never look back. I, couldn't, I, I was so happy when the first quarter ended, but guess what? It kept it kept on the entire game.
4: It certainly did. And uh, again, 38-20, the final Packers over the Bears today. Yeah. Well, just like
0: like they don't know what's going on, the coaches up in the box, the coaches on the sidelines, the head coach, the offensive coordinator, defensive co- they don't know what's going on from play to play, let alone quarter to quarter, Dan, and going at halftime and make your adjustments and come out in the third quarter like they don't know, they knew damn well what was going on. Sorry, guys. Damn well they know what was going on. You know what was going on? Nothing. Because they didn't do their jobs. These coaches, folks, did not do what they were paid to do, and that was get this team ready for the 23 season and get ready for the Green Bay Packers on September
4: 10th in Soldier Field. And they failed miserably. It's right on their shoulders. Raising the Stakes, sponsored by Second City Prime Steak and Seafood. Ordered today at SecondCityPrime.com. We got a contestant in our pregame show today. Uh, and if the Bears won, he was going to win $100. Well, he's going to win $50. That's Ron Selby. So what happens now is our next pregame show, which comes your way Sunday at 11, the jackpot will roll over to. Two hundred dollars. If the Bears win, you win. You How about that?
5: sell dog. Yeah. You get you walk away with fifty uh fifty bucks worth of steaks and they came at halftime, Anthony oh. and his lovely wife, oh. they came and cooked for us. Unbelievable. So so steak.
0: good. As great as it steaks. was here, oh. it was bad at Soldierville. <laughs> I tell you folks, those steaks were fantastic. Wow. So let's dr- get to the dr- phones. Dr- yeah. We
4: got a lot of folks. Well, all right, let's go out to uh Marte listening in Chicago. Marte, you're on with Hampton O B. Go ahead. Yeah.
8: Hey guys, how you doing? Good. Listen, long-time listener, uh, first time caller. Just want to say, first of all, I've been listening to you guys for a long time, back to the, uh, the phone days. And uh, say, Hamp, you you filled in those big shoes to fill there admirably.
9: Thank uh, you. he has.
8: Couple, couple, couple things. One, I can't believe I went out and spent a buck fifty nine at Walmart for a Bears T shirt. It was a waste of money after watching that game today. And secondly. Uh, you know, I got to say about the defense with Eberflus, you know, they, he was supposed to be some kind of defensive specialist, and kind of like Nagy was supposed to be an offensive genius, and it looks like the same thing's happening again, mm-hmm. and where's the monsters at the midway, you know, at least when the Bears were losing, when they had, you know, lightning in a bottle every once in 30 years when their offense was good, at least you had the defense, something to watch, and some good hits, there was nothing out there, like you guys said, nothing. And I'll just I'll hang up and I'll listen to you guys. You're awesome. All right, Marte. Thanks, man. Appreciate
0: it. You you uh, you, you read it correctly.
8: <laughs> you you did. I mean, I I really
0: don't have a lot to add on to what you what you said. All you can what, do. What I the only thing I do when I'm getting my my backside beat. You know what? You come back. You come back hard, and you hit hard, and you go after people. You don't take a beating for four quarters and let somebody take you down, play after play, quarter after quarter, or if it comes to it, game after game. You don't let that happen. And you have coaches that never should let that happen. There's ways to get it done. And obviously, we haven't found it with the players. Why do I say that? Because you just saw it today, and we just saw the coaches, our coaching staff didn't know what the hell To do in four quarters of this game to
5: win it. They didn't. That's what you saw. You know what? Think about this, folks. Luke gets, he's, he's got a big, big job. And it's a platform where if he's successful, he can become a head coach, make a lot of money, big, big star, right? Well, guess what? It's big responsibilities. You've got about five different hats you gotta wear, you know, you know, babysitter with the quarterback. But his main job, Beyond setting up the game plan is to teach his quarterback what to do when the opponent does this. Like Mike Tyson said, you know, everybody's got a plan until till they get hit. We don't ever have alternative plans. And unfortunately, Justin Fields cannot compute how to adjust and be able to read defenses when they start doing different things. And you know what? You were talking about this. He didn't play one down against the Indianapolis Colts in the preseason. And yet he's standing around in street clothes Instead of having headphones on, w- listening to the play, yes, and then sir. watch what Indianapolis lines up in, and in his mind saying, okay, I'd be going to the tight end here. Second read would be the wide. He's he's just standing around talking Danny, to people. Danny, that happened all three oh, games. I'm just saying. That he was... They, they, nobody's doing their job.
0: Exactly. Somebody, one of the coaches should have grabbed him. Hey, go over, get next to uh, Getzy, see what he's calling, get involved in it. Folks, did you ever see him in the three exhibition games? Did you ever see him stand next to Getsey? Did you ever see him with a headset on? Did you ever see him conversing on the sidelines with the head coach or Getzy, the offensive coordinator, when the other quarterbacks and other people are playing? Not one time. Not one time. And where sure to have been, just exactly what Dan and I said. Right next to the guy calling the plays in. The little things matter, people.
4: Yeah, right. I bet they do. Now let's go out to Castle Rock, Arkansas. Welcome in, Michael. Michael, you're on with Hampton OB. Go ahead.
7: Hey, guys. I'm, uh, I flew in today to go watch the Bears uh, play. I came from Colorado. So Castle Rock, Colorado. Hampton, good to talk to you, buddy. Love you to death. But here's what I need. I need you on the field today. All the other Bears lined up. H's come up. You're not there, right? So I hear you yapping behind the, the, the microphone here. You want to fire these guys up? Get on the field. Get in the get in the locker room. I mean, we're talking a lot about fields. We just gave up 38 points to the freaking Green Bay Packers, who have love. Who's behind under center? Are you kidding me? We're a defensive team. They could use you, right? They could use you to go fire these guys up. I am sick and tired of everybody just yapping behind microphones. Get in the, get, go into the locker room, tell these guys what it means to be a bear, tell them what it means to be a, a monster to the Midway, and show them what it's about. We do not give up 38 points to anybody unless it's three weeks, three weeks of points. So listen, I, I'm a diehard Bears fan. I grew up watching you, Hampton. You are the best of the best in the middle. Go fire these guys up. Explain to them what it means to be a Chicago Bear because that was disgusting today. And I could care less about our offense right now. I care a whole bunch about what's happened on the defensive side of the ball. 38 points, unacceptable. You guys talking about it, not being on the field,
4: unacceptable. All right, Michael. Michael, <laughs> let's let, let, let Dan answer the question here. Hey,
7: you
5: make a lot of great points. Thank you for the compliments. I will tell you this again. It's like earlier somebody was blaming the fans for not getting the players fired up. Now you're blaming the guys on the radio for not firing up the fans. I mean, the the, the players, OB. I mean, when did we last get a check from the Bears? Well, let it's me In It's been a while, you. hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, Mike. Mike, I
0: understand your passion and where you're coming from. But where that comes from is ownership, management, and directly, directly on a daily basis from your head coach, your offensive and defensive coordinator, and supposedly your other 23 or 25
4: coaches. Those are the people. That is their job. All right, speaking of the fans, time now for who brought it today. Sponsored by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Illinois, the card to bring through it all. Wasn't anybody on the field, R- it was those in the Johnson, folks, I'm <laughs> yeah, just telling you. True. I'll that's tell you who brought it, Rosebud.
5: Yeah, <laughs> yeah Rosebud, Rosebud was uh, was
0: fantastic. Rosebud bought it. Yeah, <laughs> and the Palace Grill also. We'll they a, bought it.
5: Rashawn Johnson. I, I'm just yeah, telling you call. that that type of play should embarrass everybody else on the field. Here's a guy from you know fourth round pick, nobody counts on, and he was the only one playing inspired
4: bear ball. All right, quick timeout, come back with more, and we'll get some more of your calls before we get to the bottom of the hour. Happen will be sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at Chevy Drive Chicago.
1: I mean, yeah, it sucks. It sucks. You know, rival week one, going against the Packers, I mean, it sucks. You know, nobody's in good spirits. I mean, this one, th- th- this one hurts. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. It definitely sucks, but, you know, in the grand scheme of things, you have to look at the bigger picture. Um, it's week one. Uh, we have 16 games to go in the regular season. A lot of room to improve, a lot of room to grow. That's what we're going to do. I still want to say, you know, sorry to the you know, teammates, you know, all the fans that were rooting for us. And, uh, yeah, but you know, we'll, we'll bounce back. We'll be good.
4: Capital B sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com and a rather honest assessment there from uh, Justin Fields.
5: You know, hey, folks, I, I, that's, again, that's your starting quarterback with the Mia Culpas basically saying, I'm sorry and and I an hour ago, I said, in a way, I feel sorry for him, yeah, because he doesn't know what he needs to know, and he doesn't know enough to tell the coaches, you need to teach me, okay? so who who who's wearing the pants up there? Who's the one that is in charge of making sure everybody's ready and prepared, emotionally, schematically, physically, all those levels? That sounds like a guy that knows, uh, I wasn't ready. I again, this is something you don't want to hear after game one. But in a, maybe in the abstract, he's basically saying, guess what? Get off your butts and start coaching.
4: 312-981-7200. We'll get to as many as we can here before we're out of here at the bottom of the hour. Let's go to John in Allsip. John, you're on with Happen OB. Go ahead.
3: Hi, guys. How you doing? Good. I was your last call last year. and We talked about I wasn't drinking the Kool-Aid. He couldn't move the ball. Again, Clemson, what he was – but enough about that. Uh, Fields is never going to be a a pro quarterback in my book. But the first drive that the the Bears went for it on fourth down, what are you doing? Why would not you just punt and pin them back and then see how your defense does? You cut the field in half for them. I don't get that call. Well, I hate to say
5: it, it's almost phony arrogance, thinking – that you can go for it and get it and then boy we're all going to catch fire and now we're going to take off i i'm just saying why didn't you get it well, you weren't prepared and the guy that's in charge of making sure everybody's prepared made the call you tell me
4: 312-981-7200 let's go to let's see let's go to line four here and we'll welcome in uh, jeff jeff you're on with OB. go ahead
6: yeah thanks for taking my call Long-time Bear fan. You know, we've watched first Brett Favre, then Aaron Rodgers, and now Love come in here into our house and embarrass us in Soldier Field. True. Maybe it's time we just rename Soldier Field Rogers, Favre, Love Field, because they, they seem to own it, and maybe that'll put a fire under somebody in there to do something.
5: Well, again, you know, I, I, I know... I played 12 years and I remember every season opener. It's like a different, it's a different deal. You know, it's almost like, uh, you know, your first airplane flight or whatever. You're you're kind of excited. You don't know how to, yeah, but you, you know, I, it was pretty obvious to me, OB, this team was not prepared emotionally, schematically, or mentally. Danny,
0: you're absolutely correct. Everything you just said was spot on. folks, and I, I don't think that's a mystery to our listeners either. Oh my God! If you can't see that team wasn't ready to play. And again, folks, I'm gonna tell you, it's what I saw and what I heard through when they went to camp, all the way through the different segments, training camp, the exhibition season, et cetera. When you're not playing your guys, everything I mean, they did nothing, folks. They basically did nothing. And Dan, I know you agree with me because we Absolutely. talked about it. It
5: breaks my heart and, to say it. And just I like exactly, Iberflus. Like
0: yeah, and just exactly what did you see today? You you mean to tell me we we put we die, we put a game plan offensively to attack an opponent on the opening day, our dreaded fear and feared opponent, and we had him right here at home, and what did we do? Qu- play after play, quarter after quarter, we didn't do a damn thing. If any of if you, if you ever taped that, you watch, watch the game. You'll see. It's it's it, it. To me, it was a disgrace, and it falls right on Poles, right
5: on Eberflus, yeah. right on their heads. You know, Poles wants to take back the North. Hey, take back ownership of this team first, okay?
4: Yeah. Yeah. And Make the them play. Thing,
5: Make them play like a bear. Take All back right. of your mouth
0: We're going also. to try to
4: get to everybody. <laughs> All right. Russ and Palo Sites, you're up now. Go
6: ahead. Hey, thanks, guys, for having me. Uh, Coaches uh, left Bears supermodel uh, incompetent uh, fields in for the entire game, subject him him to uh, possible injury. I think Poles already knows he's got about half of the year before he makes a replacement at maximum of fields uh, as quarterback starter. And I think his comment to uh, Tyson was to make him prepared, so he's got to be ready.
5: Thank you. And and you know what? be an asset to Justin, you can take it a lot of different ways. To me, I, I I had a different take. But who knows? Stranger things have happened. A guy named Brock Purdy looked awesome today going into Pittsburgh and rolling up about 500 yards of offense. He
0: was a taxi squad quarterback. Yep,
5: came from one of those...
4: Yep. Well, Iowa was, State. Yep, Mr. Irrelevant yeah. too. The last guy taken in the last draft. Guy in the draft. <laughs> and Mr. irrelevant. Yep. The last person
5: taken. One of my buddies said, Would you trade Fields for Purdy right now? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I started laughing. I, I Think worried. about yes. it. Yes. Think about it.
2: Think about it.
4: No. All, right. All right, Colin in Geneva, you're up. Go ahead.
2: I would
7: trade the Bears franchise for the 49ers franchise right now, hands down. I mean, just to jump on what you guys are talking about, usually I call in and I disagree with everything you're saying, but I'm loving what you guys are talking about. This ownership is a mess, and they're fine with losing. Like, give me a McCaskill and walks through the south lot and be fine. He can't do that right now. It's unacceptable. We, we're just pulling in to our house right now. We live in Geneva. We left at 930 today. We actually care. This ownership doesn't care. They don't care at all. They're fine with losing. They wanted to lose by four. They're fine with losing by four, right? They got embarrassed today by a bad quarterback in Jordan Love. And Justin Fields didn't look great either. But the worst case scenario is the team quit out there. And I'm I'm loving what you guys are saying. I agree with what you guys are saying. Usually I come on here and I fight. I fight these guys, you know, all that. But I love what you guys are saying. So keep on. All
4: right. Thanks, Colin. Well, safe travels and keep listening. All right, guys. Well, uh that'll put a wrap on our, our first post-game show. We'll be back next week at our normal time for a noon kickoff. We'll be back on at 11 ahead of the Bears and the, the Buccaneers. 11 to 12. 11 the to games,
0: 12. Then we'll be on
3: right around 3, a little before 3. Exactly.
4: A little after the game uh, we'll, we'll end, and we hope you will uh, join us at that point.